After 140 years of displaying art from around the country, the fate of the New Zealand Academy of Fine Arts now hangs in the balance. Hopes of saving it rely on the generosity of the registered charitable trusts, members, artists who show their work at the gallery. There's also an upcoming auction of donated art. The gallery is based at the Heritage Wharf Office's Apartments Building in Central Wellington. Wayne Newman took over as president of the Academy uh, just a few weeks ago and is spearheading the last chance fundraising efforts. He explains what makes the Academy worth saving. Well, it's unique because it was established by artists. I think that's the key thing. And it is a national organisation. The membership are artists. We have artists in Northland. We have artists in Southland and all the way in between. And when we talk about the members, we are always talking about, for the main part, working artists. And there are plenty of art societies out there. Perhaps the unique thing is that very few other art societies have invested and bought a gallery, and that was the original intent, was to have a gallery and display the art. And when we were first set up, a long time ago now, 140 years, um, but they, they bought a gallery, and we had a gallery in central Wellington and Whitmore Street for a long time. Yeah, there have been several homes, I think. The home you're in now is really beautiful in a heritage building. Mm-hmm. So given that for 140 years this model has worked well, what's gone wrong? Oh, there are things. I will go back to your, your comment about our, our homes. One of the, the real privileges of having been president and having put out this notice calling on the members, I got an email from a member who could remember our original home in Whitmore Street and you know we moved out of that in 1936 so it it is touching history in, in that sense it was a wonderful feeling what has gone wrong well in many ways we have not been nimble every change in the economic environment if you're not nimble you you face a risk of not surviving and corporate model where you've got a sort of a, a wide membership, you've got a committee trying to run the things, all of these can work against you. And with us, we were working very hard to establish a better online presence, and that was sort of pushed out, and then, of course, COVID hit. And, um, so COVID hasn't helped, but it's not the only reason. That no, we we tough. needed to to change our business model, look much harder at getting sponsorship and things like that. And that really is is my task now as as president is to completely change the the business model, which has been a little bit too much focused on perhaps just being a, a small society for members, which is fine, but. The, the other side of it, of course, is that we don't have fixed and low costs. You know, that site, it's a absolutely magnificent building. And I have to say, you know, the body corporate have been magnificently supportive. But it's a heritage building. It's right on the waterfront. If you talk to anybody who, who owns any property in Wellington and you say the words rates or insurance, and, you know, the, the reality is that these expenses can't be kept flat. You, you just have to accept that they will keep going up. But we therefore have to look at how to ensure that our revenue goes up to match those.
And, and that's our failure over the last few years, that we have not been working hard enough on ensuring that our revenue is matching the increasing costs of, of being where we are. When you look at the $90,000 request that's gone out to members, yes, is that a, like a, a Band-Aid amount? You know, it will get you out of the current hole while you work on these other um, ideas, so. right? So it's what you need now to just be able to keep, keep going and not shut the doors, right? My view is that our body corporate are wonderful neighbours and very supportive, but they're not our bankers. And it's not reasonable for unit holders up on the third floor or whatever to be paying their levy on time and for us not to be doing so. So you owe them money? Or the... we, we owe the body corporate money. Okay. And that's, that's, that's the debt. It's the body corporate debt. That's what I'm focused on paying. Because you know, for that sum of money, we're obviously imposing on the body corporate's ability to, to do all the things that actually are in our interest as a unit title holder to have done. When you sent out your request to the membership, I think you're very honest with them about it. So far, how much has come from the artist members? We've had a little over 120, I've, I've stopped counting, I must admit, members have pledged just over 50,000 now. And that was almost immediate in terms of within the first couple of weeks of going out to them. Well, that's uh, heartening because you would have no idea, you know, exactly. would you, just how they felt about it. No. And my concern was that they actually had no idea either. You know, it's one of those things where and it it's very easy for this to happen. You know, the the council is is worrying about the problem without actually saying, well, we have to tell the members. So the members did need to know. Hi, I'm your new president, by the way, you owe 90000 It's not how most of us like to go out about things, but it, it had to be done, and, and it was a call on them. Obviously, for quite a few of the members who I've only been a member three months, it was a, a little bit of a shock. But even for those who've been around a long time. but Well, some will be there for decades, right? Decades, right yes. Okay. And, and and they were very upset. You know, it's we are an old institution, and um, there have been other art societies that have expressed their concern and, and offered um, donations as well. So it's heartening, isn't it? Yes, it is. And so, yes, going back to your question, yes, this is the immediate problem. We we need to ensure that we can deal with this. We're not essentially a charity case weighing down the body corporate. But 50000 I'd like to clear the rest. We'd do the charity auction, the silent auction. Yeah, the Scala auction's become very important, hasn't it? it? And you've called it 300, and I think there's meaning behind that, right? They're small works, so it's what an old money would have been a foot-by-foot foot canvas, you know, 300 by 300. And that was always the, the sort of the concept behind it. It was called 300 for that reason. In the past, it's been... A very sort of pleasant within the membership type event. You know, we get together. It's 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 always a, a great fun advice. You know, there's a sort of silent competition of, of. I do recall on one occasion someone simply glued their back, as it were, to the the bid board to ensure that nobody else was able to write on on that piece of paper. You know, get far the, out. <laughs> competitive stuff. Um, and you know. You dare not go away to the get a, refresh your drink if if um, you're trying to keep that work. 
This year we've, we've addressed a few of the concerns we had. We don't want these works to just be given away. So that's the second part of the 300. We've set that as the reserve. So the 300 reserve, and then people can bid from there, um, increments of $25. And finally, this 300 tickets. Optimistically, could it raise that $40,000 shortfall, or are you still, do you feel in your heart of hearts, going to be relying on other artist members coming forward? Because, I mean, the artists also, of course, are contributing to the, to the yes, auction. Yes, which is why, why I, I'm, I wanted to actually take this outside the membership. I cannot ask the, the members for $300 and then turn around and say, oh, by the way, um, I'm going to sting you a $50 ticket to attend this it's auction. It's taken with both and, hands, Yes, isn't it? yes. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, um, mm. So, so this is where you really shout, it's a real shout out, isn't it, to the to the it's, wider community now? It's to the the public of Wellington at this point. You know, do you want to to support this institution? We've been around for a long time. The artists think we're important, and the various art societies. But it's the, the people on the street. Do you want to keep us? I thought it's worth saying to to listeners around the country who perhaps haven't visited that when you hear. The Academy of Fine Arts, that's very arts with a capital A. But I've seen such a range of work. I mean, quality work, but it's not necessarily what what you might think. You know, there's sculptural work, there's there's gutsy work, there's controversial work, you know what mm. I mean? I, I've seen the full range yes. of pieces um, over the years, and I think that's perhaps an important for people to understand, that it's not what the title might suggest, right? Well, you can walk in there today and and it's the, the tail end of the, the Parkin Prize. And so you have some high-priced items in there. You know, it's, it's, it's not something that you're going to be picking up if you're a tourist or something like that. But you're quite right. It covers everything, and it's very hard to say, oh, yeah, you only ever see such and such a style, uh, because there are so many artists involved you know, it's not as though we're showing the dealer galleries might have a dozen or several dozen, but we have several hundred artists, and each is pursuing their own vision and, and style. And uh, when you put those all together on the wall, um, it's very hard not to see something that you'll, you'll fall in love with. Wayne, we've just talked about your plans, your big vision. How confident are you that the Academy's doors will not be slammed shut in a few months' time? I mean, how, how on a knife edge is it? I'm feeling more confident than I was when I first became president. It's only a few weeks ago. Yes, so. it is indeed. I, I had stepped back as vice president last year, and so I had a very quiet 12 months away from the Academy, and then... Four different members asked if I would consider standing as president. So I thought I should really get back and join the council and find out what was happening. In the first meeting, the the paper that was on the table was contemplating selling. And so that was the shock. You really had to step back and say, well, OK, we're contemplating selling. Why have we gone to the members and, and asked for money? And so it's been crisis management to a certain extent, rushing to to get up to speed, ensuring that, but far more confident now. And I think 
Will we able to put a, a different business model into place that, that looks at offering the artists more? Um, we've, I've commissioned um, a new website, which seems a strange thing to do if you think the, the doors are going to be shut. But that outreach, way, isn't it? Yeah. We are the New Zealand. It, we're not expected to only go from sort of Tower to Island Bay. We, we do need to be able to provide a service for Kaitaia and Gore, if you like. We, we are going to need to look at ensuring that our offer attracts members so that the membership uh, income rises. Uh, but we're also going to need to look at sponsorship, sponsorship for openings, sponsorship for exhibitions. We want to, to investigate sponsorship for some of our, if you like, members' shows and other shows like that to, to ensure that we're we're able to to offer more for the artists, more for the the public in terms of the advertising and things like that. So, yeah, there's a lot of huge amount of work involved. But uh, at the moment, yeah, I am much more confident that we can turn it around than I was, as as you say, only a few weeks ago. Wayne Newman, uh, the gala uh, auction is on the 23rd of September. Uh, Sue Shaw has been in touch to say that she's holding a jewellery workshop next Saturday at the Academy to raise money for it.